Love Talk Radio. Welcome. If we don't go nowhere else, if we don't feel welcome here, 
here. Where can we go to feel welcome? Amen. I stand before you as your presider today, Elder Miniweather. It is a pleasure to serve the Lord. Everything that we do, you know what, ought to be done to the glory of God. Amen. Because only truly, only the things that are done for Christ will last. Amen. I am here to give us our order of service today, and uh, not service, but we are worshiping the Lord. You know, we serve him. Thank you, Lord. We serve him all week long, and he brought us here. Amen. So now we're here to worship him. Now we're here to exalt him. Now we're here to lift him up. He brought our brother and sister here to worship. They came for other things, but they came to worship the Lord today, and we will hear a word from the Lord. We are praising God. The order of service is we're calling. It is our call to worship. The word of God says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. So this is our call to worship him today. Forget about yourself. Concentrate on him and magnify the Lord today with me. Let us exalt his name together. Amen. God bless you today. We will have our intercessory prayer coming from our own intercessory prayer leader, Sister Janetta Bradley. God bless you. Then we want the spirit to have his way. If he want to tag team it, however he does it, then we will have a song. And then we will have devotional reading. Our devotional reading will be our Sister, Sister Nia. And praise the Lord. And then... I'm going to back up a little bit. This Sunday, Youth Sunday. The Bible said train them up in the way they should go. And when they're old, when they get to be our age, they'll know what to do in the house of prayer. Amen? And then we'll have Brother Jeremiah. He will bring our devotional reading today. We, and then we will have a special presentation by Sister Kamisha. God bless you. Pastoral observation, our own Pastor Black. Praise and worship where everybody get up to praise and worship the Lord. And today, praise and worship the Lord for what he's done for you. Amen. Worship the Lord for who he is, but praise him for what he has done for you today, this week, or when you can remember the goodness of God. Amen. And then we're going to have, um, after praise and worship, altar call by Pastor Black. God's spoken word. Uh, Pastor Washington will bring the spoken word today, so get excited. Get excited about what God wants to speak to us. When the word of God comes forth, God is feeding what? His people. He's feeding the sheep. So I want to be fed today. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to be fed the word of God. And then we will have a call to discipleship by Pastor Black. Followed by that, our benediction. We will invite Pastor Watkins to come back up and give us our benediction. Amen. Govern yourselves accordingly. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Father God, as we come to the dawn of grace this morning in prayer, we come calling up on your great name. What an awesome, awesome God that we serve, the only true and living God. Father God, we just thank you for your grace and mercy for allowing us to be here to add this worship experience, Father God. Father God, we continue to call up on your great name. Because no other help we know. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing in this season. And we continue to ask, Father God, you 
Don't do it without us. Because, Father, we want a closer walk with you. We want a closer talk with you. Father God, we truly want to be the children that you created us to be, Father God. A children to worship you. Worship you for the God that you are. The only true and living God. And a children to praise you, Father God. Praising you for everything that you do for us. Oh, what a mighty God we serve, Father God. Father God, we continue to pray that you strengthen us for whatever lies ahead, Father God. Father God, that we'll be able to endure as we go through the many trials and tribulations, Father God. Father God, that be the children, Father God, to call upon your great name. Not waste your time of trouble, Father God, but always call upon you, Father God. Father God, a children to praise you with all that we are, that we praise you, Father God, with our whole heart. Father God, that we be good ambassadors for you, Father God, that let this damn world know in order to live again, they must accept who you are, the only true and living God. Father God, we continue, continue to pray for each other, pray for all the saints of God. Father God, that we continue to pray with our season, Father God, continue to study your word, have a hunger and thirst after righteousness. Have a hope and thirst to study your word, Father God. And Father God, we pray for a transformed mind today, Father God. A mind stand on you. A mind of peace. A mind of love. A mind of joy, Father God. In the name of Jesus. And Father God, we pray in this day, Father God. Oh, Father, how we call upon your great name. Because no other help we know, Father God. Father, how we love you. Father God, how we need you, Father God. What an awesome, awesome God you are. Father God, you're the same today as you were yesterday, and you'll be the same God tomorrow, Father God. Father God, we, we just pray this day, Father God. And Father God, we pray that we keep you the head of our lives, the sin of our joy, because, Father, we know that joy that we have, that unspeakable joy, we know it comes from you, Father God. And we thank you, Father God. Thank you for whatever you're doing in this season. And as always, we ask, Father, don't do it without us. Because, Father God, we want a closer walk with you. We want a closer talk with you. Oh, Father God, we continue to cry out today, Father God. We continue to pray. Pray that we get a good understanding of your holy word, Father God. That we be doers of your word and just not hearers, Father God. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you for your holy word, Father God. Your holy word that brings us comfort during these minutes storms we're in. Oh, your holy word, Father God. We thank you, Father God. How we love you. How we need you. And we will continue to cry unto you, Father God. Father God, how we continue to praise your holy name. Oh, Father, we want to be more righteous in our living. We want to be more holy in our living because we know we serve a God that's holy, a God that's righteous. And we know you come for your people to become holy and to become righteous, Father God. So we thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for everything you have done for us. And, Father God, we continue to call upon you, Father God. Father, we thank you for your word that's going to be brought forth today, Father God that we get a good understanding of that word, Father God. Oh, Father, Father God, how we love you, how we need you. And we will continue to call upon your great name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Who came to praise the Lord this morning?
joy before the Lord, O earth. Obey him gladly. Come before him, singing with joy. Try to realize what this means. The Lord is God. He made us. We are his people. The sheep of his pasture go through his open gates with great thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Give him thanks and bless his name, for the Lord is always good. He is always living and kind, and his faithfulness goes and on to each succeeding generation with the Lord has blessed. Amen. Good morning. Lord, thank you for this day. We thank you for bringing all of us together. We thank you for giving us a community to come to. We thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning and come and praise you. Lord, we are just so thankful for the life that you give us and everything that you give us. We ask that you keep blessing us. We ask that you let us use our gifts as you are letting you as you are letting me use mine today. We just ask that you just keep in our lives. In your name, amen. Hallelujah. How many know that we serve a great God? 
Recognizing Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And while we were in Spokane, we had a great pleasure to be introduced to Praise and Workout. So this morning, we have a special guest, Miss Latasha Williams with Fitness for Followers, who is going to come and work us out and worship. Amen. So we are going to do a workout this morning to get our bodies moving, our blood rushing, and this is a way that we can maintain our healthiness with gospel music, right? So as we exercise, it is it's keeping us healthy, and we're striving. That's one of the, 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 the laws of the Bible is to be healthy, right, eat healthy, work out, and and do all those things. So we are so blessed to have you with us this morning. We are ready to work out and enjoy and learn. And let's welcome our sister Williams. Amen. Amen. But, you know, God has just been working, and, you know, and, and it actually came up in my, um, my memories on Facebook that I did the worship and peace party, I think it was nine years ago, at um, St. Paul's Missionary, which is where I met um, Sister Cynthia. And there's a whole line that brought us back to this moment right here. But I wanted to share a little surprise, because um, I knew that you guys were coming, but I didn't know, you didn't know that I was going to be here today. And so, um, real quick, so my, I, I went to New Hope. Just like, I was like, I need to go to church. I don't know, like, what, because I've been going to Spokane for years, but I was just like, I need a church home I feel like in Spokane. And I stood up in this Destiny Hope. And, of course, you know, when you walk into the house of the Lord, you feel like family. And that's what it felt like. And my um, nephew, they've been going to, my nephew and my sister, they've been going to a church, and they were like, you know what, we're going to stop by in New Hope. And they stopped by last week. And I got this text message from them that said, attended New Hope today, exclamation point. Really enjoyed Bible study this morning and an amazing and spiritual worship time. Boy, loved it. Whoa. And so I say that because when you say train as a child and the way that you go, my nephew, the church that they were going to, he said, I don't even see a cross in the building. And, and he knew something wasn't right. When you train as a child in the way that they should go, they know that they're not, he said it today, to be spiritually fed. And so... Uh, it's just like sometimes, you know, they, you know, I went to the church with them. They, you know, they have the donuts and the coffee and all this other fancy stuff, but they're not giving them real food. Right, right. <laughs> I really have to say that you are in good hands, and I know because we are all connected, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, and I just thank you for having me do what um, God has um, allowed me to do, which is use your body as a way of a living sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, Don't be 
And we thank God for each of you, Elder Manyweather, for being our presider. And to our guests, Pastor James Watkins and Lady uh, LaShawn Watkins, we're truly grateful to God for you all being here. Amen. When they said they were going to be in Portland for a football game, I said, well, you might as well stay over and preach. And so that's why he's here. Amen. And so we are so excited. Went to the uh, football game on yesterday. His son, their son, plays for Whitmore, Whitworth College. And they played Lewis and Clark. Well, no, they beat Lewis and Clark. Unbelievable. On their homecoming on Mayfield, they massacred them. And so it was an honor to be able to be out there and then to watch them after the game pray, go before the Lord. Amen. It was just beautiful. And so we had a good time. We've been having a good weekend. Amen. Hanging out all weekend. So it has really been fun. And I've enjoyed you all so much. Amen. It has been a blast. And so I'm just grateful to God. I want to take up this time to recognize anybody that's calling for the first time. You said, I haven't um, worshipped with Greater St. Stephen before, and I got the phone number, and so I called in. If you are on the line at Blog Talk, we want to honor you today. So if you're worshiping with us for the first time, please press 1 on your phone. We can bring you on live. You can say hello, good afternoon uh, to the Greater St. Stephen's Church family. Amen. Mother Glow is on. Hey, man, Mother Glow, listen to this. Come on, y'all. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Yes. Yes. Mother Glow says she'll be coming home on the 1st. Amen. So we're truly thankful to God. So continue to pray for her. Amen. Continue to keep, keep her lifted up. We're just so honored that, that she is with us on this morning. Amen. We are excited about what God is doing in our midst. Amen. November the 1st through the 4th, we will be having our annual fall revival. I missed the word. Annual fall prayer revival. Amen. It's a prayer revival. And so each of you that have signed up for prayer time, Elder Manyweather has the schedule for you so you will get your schedule so you can't say, I lost the text. Amen. But you will be on. We will start the Daniel Fast on Wednesday, November the 1st at 8 a.m. Fruits, vegetables, water. If you got to drink coffee, no sugar, no cream. If it's tea, it's just straight tea. But we're going to do the Daniel Fast. We're going to start at 8 a.m. Wednesday, and we will end at 8 a.m. on Saturday. If you want to go longer, that's up to you. But as a church family, as a collective body, that's our prayer and fast time. And we want to invite you all. I'll make sure you all get a flyer so that you all can join us. Um, make sure you get the information um, so that you can join us. Wednesday night will be prayer. Thursday night, Apostle Matt Schreiber will be bringing forth the word of God to us. We'll be on blog talk. So we'll just have church on blog talk like we do on Sunday night. And then on Friday, at 8 p.m., we will gather for overnight prayer. Amen. When I grew up, we used to have shut-ins. And before COVID, we had shut-ins, and they stopped shut-ins. And so this is our way of having a shut-in. Amen. You can pray at home. Turn the phone on. Mute it till you get ready to pray. We will be on the phone from 8 p.m. Friday to 8 a.m. Saturday. Yeah. 
that line will not go dead for those hours. Amen. So we will be on the line. So for those of you that wake up at, at, in the middle of the night, call in. Pray. Listen. If you fall asleep, that's okay. Just put your phone on mute. Because I don't want to have to mute your snoring. Amen. So you can mute your phone and stay on all night long. Amen. And when you feel like singing or reading a scripture or praying, unmute it and let's go forth. Amen. Um, Pastor Pamela Laws will be joining us. Elder Bruce Mitchell will be joining us. Pastor Pamela Laws is from Georgia. Pastor Sherelle Pennington is from Georgia. She'll be joining us. Elder Bruce Mitchell is from California. He'll be joining us. Sister Tanya, where's your sister at? She's in Tennessee, and she will be joining us. Amen. And so spread. Uh, Sister Darlene Rockwell, our newest member in Seattle, Washington, she has an hour. Amen. She's she committed to an hour, amen. She got that 2 o'clock hour, amen. Brother Farrell got three, amen. And then um, um, Elder Mitchell got 4 o'clock, amen. And then 5 o'clock, I don't know who it was. Pastor Laws is at 5. And then 6 o'clock is Sister Tanya and her sister. And 7 o'clock is Sister Kamisha. And then I'll wrap it up. Minister Lee and I will wrap it up at 8, Amen. Amen. I'll, I'll be on all night, so if you don't hear me at 8, you'll know why, amen, because I'll be on all night. Um, but we're going to go before the Lord because we need him. We need to know what it is he wants this ministry to do and what it is does he want you to do in this ministry, amen, because we cannot work together if we don't know what the vision is. We know the vision, the, the big vision, is to compel men and women and boys and girls to come to Christ. But there's some work that we got to do to help them get here. Amen? Evangelists had a good question last week, a Bible study, and, and, and this is why we're praying. What am I supposed to do in, in the lives of these people I come in contact with every day that are struggling with addictions and struggling with problems and even struggling with church? Because we got people that struggle with church. They don't want to go to church because they've been hurt by the church. But this is a place, if you've been hurt by the church, you can come and get healing. You can come and get the word of God. You can come and get loved on. You can come and have friends and fellowship. Oh, I need somebody in here to say amen. Amen. So that's, that's what's happening. I want to meet with our ministry leaders on the 11th. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we can go and, and fellowship and break bread together and have a small meeting. And then our family meeting will be on the 18th here at 11 o'clock. All members are asked to be present on Saturday, November the 18th at 11 a.m., amen, for our year-end family meeting. Um, those are all the announcements that I had. Continue to pray for each other. Continue to keep each other lifted up in prayer thanking God for what he's doing in our lives. Amen. He's moving in our lives. He's moving. And we ought to be thankful. Amen. Pastor James Watkins is no stranger to us. He was here for our church anniversary two years ago. Amen. And so uh, he is no stranger. He loves the Lord. He loves the word. He loves his family. He loves football. He loves the wrestle. He loves. So what you do? What's the other that's a game. She said Sudoku. That's a crossword puzzle game. He's not going to play that game with you. He's going to 
chop you in the throat. He has a black belt, Brother Farrell. Don't mess with him. He also is the captain in the prison right there in Spokane, Washington. So not only does he preach the word in the sanctuary, but I'm sure they get it in the yard. Thank you, Sister Kamisha. I'll take thanks. Thank you now. Thank you. In the yard. Amen. And so we are, I'm excited today, and I hope you are ready to receive a word from the Lord. I'm going to ask, um, let's do this. Let's do a song to prepare our hearts and minds um, for prayer and worship and the word, and then I'll just stand and we'll sing a little bit, and then we'll come together for the altar call. And the next voice you will hear will be that of my friend, my big brother, amen, pastor of the New Hope Mission Baptist Church of Spokane, Washington, Pastor James Watkins. Amen. Let's stand to our feet as we worship the Lord, as we give him glory and honor. Because worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is He worthy today? Is He worthy to be praised? Worthy to be glorified? Hallelujah.
We come, God, saying that you are worthy of all praise. And, Father, we lift you up on today. For your word says that if you be lifted up, you would draw all men unto you. And so we lift you up today that you may draw nigh to the one that needs you the most, the one that doesn't understand, the one, Father, that has fear in their heart, hatred in their heart, malice in their heart, jealousy in their heart, envy in their heart. Lord, take it away. Remove it now, Lord God, because we have come to the place of healing. We have come to the place of deliverance. So, God, have your way in us now. Let your word come forth, God, and cut, God, down to the marrow and the joints and the places, God, that I have hidden from you, that they may be exposed today, that I may confess my sins and my faults to you, the one who forgives, to you, the one who heals, to you, the one who delivers. Lord, speak to me today. I don't know what anybody else needs right now, but I know I need a word from you today. I need a word from you today because I got to deal with some wayward children. I got to deal with some unbelievers in my family. I got to face the enemy on my job in the morning. So speak to me, Lord. Let your word build me up. Let your word plant my feet on solid foundation. Let my heart be good ground, ready to receive the seed that's coming from the man of God. Saturate him now with the word that you have placed in his belly. Let it come forth like rivers of living water to spring up new life in us today to stir up hope in us today, to stir up peace in us today, that we may live peaceably among all men. Let your word accomplish what it was purposed to do today. And God, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name, we clap our hands with great expectation for what God is doing in our midst. And we bless you now, Father. We bless you now, Father. We bless you for the word that's coming. We give you glory and honor for the word, oh God. For your word is life building. Your word speaks hope and direction. And we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You may return to your seat, rejoicing in the presence of the Lord. I love you. Okay, just
Oh, if you would sing that with me, yes, yes. I love you. Oh, yes. I love you. Oh, because you cared for me. Oh, in such a special way. That's why I pray. Oh, I lift you up and I magnify. I magnify your holy name. Oh, my heart and my mind. Oh, my mind. My soul. Way back on Calvary. Oh, I lift you up now. Oh, I magnify. Will you pray with me? Will you pray with me for just a moment? God in heaven, as I come to you right now, Father. We come thanking you for your grace, your mercy. We thank you, Father God, for your spirit flowing freely in this place. We're asking now, Father God, come see about your child in your pulpit, O God. Hide me and nestle me behind the cross that all of thee and none of me be seen. O God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart, oh, that they be acceptable in thine sight, O thy strength, O thy redeemer, and let the people of God say, Amen. 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 You may be seated in this place. Amen. You may be seated in this place. God is good, isn't he? And all the time, God is good. Yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes I don't need nobody to shout with me. Amen. David said you had to encourage yourself. Amen. And there's sometimes in dark places. Amen. I'm going to get to my text as a uh, my wife told me to stop telling folks I ain't going to be long if I'm going to be long. Amen. And uh, I, I, I don't plan on being long before you. Amen. But God is good. Amen. And I don't know who this is for, but uh, when you're in some deep and dark places, amen, sometimes it don't matter what externally anybody ever says. It doesn't pull you out of those dark places. But sometimes when you surrender unto the Lord, so so, so what happens is, is God is telling you that trouble looks good on you because you don't seek him until you get in the midst of trouble and he wants to have relationship, but the relationship is skewed until trouble comes. And then God, then you go on uh, what my dad used to call knee bone alley, amen? Uh, he, he, you go in prayer honestly and earnestly to seek the Lord. And, and I can tell you from personal experience, I don't need any more trouble in my life to seek the Lord. I seek him every day, amen, because I want what he has for me because I uh, have too much of what I wanted, amen, and, and it corrupted relationships and put me in bad places. But I can tell you this, my God is good, amen. And he's been good to me my whole life, amen. I didn't recognize his goodness until... I became a mature Christian and saw his footprint all through my life. Amen. God is good. Amen. Amen. 
let me first give an honor to God, thanking him for so many of his unspeakable gifts. And to you, each of you in your respective places, let me first uh, uh, to uh, a lady who's become like a sister to me. Amen. I didn't have nothing but brothers. There was four of us. Amen. And uh, we didn't have nothing but brothers. But if we had a sister... Uh, uh, Sister Kimberly Pastor Kimberly Black would be a sister that we would have, amen, to survive with the four of us. She's going to have to be a little tough, amen. Let me let me just say this. Let me just say this. I, 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 I didn't know. Uh, my dad was a pastor a long time, and I took over for him, but I didn't know what he went through. I saw from the sidelines, but I didn't understand the heartbreak. I didn't understand when people would scandalize your name. I didn't understand when people would use you, amen, and then discard you and not have any respect for what they just did. I witnessed that my dad was a very giving person, and it still is, amen, but I realized that that he allowed folks to put their legs under his table to eat. Them same people talked about him as soon as they left his house. And 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 uh, I always said my I always thought when I was a little boy my dad was Superman, but when I became a, a a grown man I realized my dad didn't have a costume or a cape, and that he was hurting, and that he was uh, physically damaged by the people. Sister, I call her sister. If you don't mind, I mean no disrespect to Pastor Kimberly Black, but she she's a, I call her Sister Black. Amen. Sister Kimberly, because she's like a sister to me, and her daughters have become like nieces. Amen. 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 But I want to say to Pastor Kimberly Black, you know I I. I this message is for you, amen, and I'm not, I, I hope somebody else is blessed by it, amen, but, but this message is primarily an encouragement for your pastor, because it's just sometimes you don't know, you guys are good friends and family members, but sometimes you don't, there's just things she can't tell you. Sometimes she's got to lay in her bed and turn towards the wall and release tears, amen. And, and and sometimes she's got to moan and groan because she can't even articulate her own pain. But what I what I heard as the scripture say is that when she has pain that she can't articulate, the Holy Spirit, amen, will begin to act as a translator, amen, and they'll take that pain and they'll take what she can't articulate and she'll put it and leave it at the feet of Jesus. Amen. Pastor Kimberly Black, keep on doing what you're doing. God is blessing you. Amen. And he's going to bless and he's going to answer your prayers. If you just keep your hand in his hand. Let me also just say that uh, this is an uncommon church. I've been around a lot of preachers, but I ain't never been to the house. Some of y'all will get that later, amen. But 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 when somebody opens up their house to you and and and, and uh, to your family, amen. Uh, unfortunately, in this day and age, pastors have become very guarded. 
and I ain't going to say rightfully so. But when they trust you enough to come around your family, uh, to invite you in their home, uh, you don't know what that means to somebody like me. They they see you on Facebook and they see you uh, they see you in uh, in public, amen. But they don't know that uh, as a pastor, uh, you get left off a lot of lists. But then I'm gonna tell you what. Sometimes I'm thankful to be left off some lists. Let me also let me also thank uh, Mother Nancy. Amen. God bless you. She uh, uh, for the second time came in and took us in and fed us. Amen. Uh, when they came up to Spokane, they just took over. And I was I was telling all all my team. I just said, let them take over. It was a hostile takeover. Amen. Uh, someone said, hey, you sitting in the pulpit? I said, no, I'm not sitting in the pulpit. Amen. I'm going to sit right out here. I'm going to be right watching where you're watching. Amen. And uh, we had such a wonderful, awesome time that they're still talking about it now. Amen. And I want to thank you for uh, coming and blessing us. Amen. And and let me, let me also say this. Uh, as much as... Uh, as much as I'm thankful, amen, uh, for your friendship, I'm more thankful for your friendship to my wife. Amen. Uh, you and Mother Nancy, amen, and uh, your daughters, amen, have uh, befriended her. And uh, along with being a pastor, there's a, uh, there's a job description that I don't think anybody should ever feel or nobody wants to feel, and that is a pastor's wife. Because I might get talked about, amen, uh, but my five foot little special wife, she still like she still like to fight. Amen. She still she still like like to fight, amen. She can't fight, but she she like to she like to fight, amen. I'm a, amen. But I, I am truly thankful. I'm truly thankful for your friendship to my lovely wife. And uh I was sharing I was sharing uh, with Lonnie and Kamisha and um, the family, amen, that next year we will be celebrating our 20th year together. Amen. And, uh, and, uh, um, I, I, oh, oh, Siri, Siri, I didn't mean you. I don't know what you did here, so. Amen. Um, but uh, that we are going to have a special time, and we, we're asking our greater St. Stephen's, Stephen's family, amen, uh, those who will will be an open invitation for all you to come and attend. Amen. Let, amen. And uh, I can tell you that uh, um, we are celebrating 20 years and we'll be celebrating 27 years together. And if you don't judge me, I won't judge you. Amen. 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 Let me let me finish up with saying, uh, Pop Kimmons. Amen. Uh, if you guys don't put him on a reality TV show. Last night, last night, he had, he had me crying all night long. But, but you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta listen intently, amen? Amen, because he, he's subtle. He's subtle about what he, what he, what he says, amen? And, uh, uh, you know, he, he throws out his barbs and jabs, amen? But if you ain't listening carefully, you'll miss it, amen? So uh, if you guys, listen, listen, there's some money to be made, amen. If you guys don't want to make it, I'll make it, amen. Yeah, I'll be more than happy to make it, amen. Pop Kimmons, God bless you. I, I told them that they can't leave him 
behind anymore. I said, while y'all, you guys are out, he can ride with me. I'll take him all around the city. We'll eat good. Everything he ain't supposed to. And then I'm going to give him right back to Mother Nancy. Amen. God bless you. God bless you to the musical team. God bless you to all the ministers, deacons. Amen. God bless you. You're doing what's a, what a wonderful job. Amen. Let me just let me just say this uh, uh, to our, uh, our our exercise expert. Amen. You know. You know. Amen. And this this is this is not to be braggadocious by any means. Amen. But uh, two, January of 2019, we came up with. Uh, uh, Faith, fitness, and finance. Amen. And, and we started we started focusing on uh, fitness. We brought nurses in to check blood sugar, blood pressure. We started talking about diets. Amen. And we started uh, talking about home ownership. And what we found out is that folks want to tithe. Amen. But they can't manage their money. Amen. And and so so there's we they want to own a home, but they can't. Yeah, they they've never seen the vision. Amen. So so we when when I heard. Uh, Pastor Black talking about seeing the vision. Amen. We saw a vision, and we started focusing on faith, fitness, and finance. We were we had people who were leaving this earth too early to sickness and disease. Amen. And we asked God to stay the hand of disease in our church. Amen. That we wouldn't lose anybody else until we could get them the information to transform and change their faith, fitness, and finance. Amen. So uh, insert certain kind of a challenge. Amen. one of my brothers said, oh, yeah, I see, you You know, your finance and your faith, but what about your fitness? Amen. So I took it, I took it to heart, Pastor Black. Amen. And uh, um, five years later, amen, I've lost 163 pounds and all the different, amen, amen. So I, I, your ministry, your ministry struck a nerve in our church because we've been talking about, we've been talking about the same thing. And we have folks who have really taken their health seriously. Amen. Uh, amen. So our family dinners still haven't changed yet, uh, Mother Nancy. Amen. <laughs> amen. But they're going to. Amen. Amen. Let me let me get to the text today. If those of you who have your Bibles, if you would turn to Habakkuk, the first chapter, the first through the fifth verse. Habakkuk, first chapter, the first through the fifth verse, Habakkuk, Habakkuk, first chapter, first through the fifth verse, amen. You know, let me say this, Pastor Black, when when uh, we were at the football game yesterday, uh, uh, my son, um, who's been a 4.0 student, uh, received a, a scholarship, 70,000 years of scholarship, playing football, going to school, doing all these wonderful things. I saw, I saw in his eyes, amen, that he made a connection with, uh, is it Gary? They kept calling G3, so Gary. And, and I, saw, I saw Ephraim make a connection in the short few words, amen, that he said to him, amen. And I, and, and I found that he was concerned, amen. And and so I'm praying, I'm praying God's anointing on that young man as he is preparing to do some wonderful things. I believe that God is getting ready to transform, amen, and move you into the places he needs you to move. Amen. Let me, I know Sean said, okay, get to the subject matter. Uh, let me just say this, and I'm going to get to the subject matter 
when I took over as pastor five and a half years, we had five kids, and two of them were mine. We began to pray on our youth ministry. And one of the things that we used was my son and his relationship in sports to begin to expand our youth ministry. We had him speak and brought all his friends from all these different sports and their families, amen. And, 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 and uh, I could tell you uh, five years later, amen, we have about 60 in our youth ministry. And, and come this past September, we passed out 43, 45, 45 $100 um, uh, Nike cards to our kids, to our school-age kids, amen, 45 of them, amen, and, and we've been blessed to have, we've been blessed that we have kids represented from, from college to kindergarten, every grade, amen, and it's a prayer, amen, it's a prayer, amen, so I'm praying that, uh, that God use, amen, who you have here, amen, to bless and to grow your youth ministry, amen, uh, Habakkuk, the first chapter, the first through the fifth verse says this. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet saw. O Jehovah, how long until when I when shall I cry and you will not hear? I cry out to you of violence and you do not save. Why do you show me evil and you look on toil? For destruction and violence are before me, and there is strife and contention rises up. Therefore, the law has become helpless, and justice does not always go forth. For the wicked entraps the righteous, therefore, justice goes forth, being perverted. Look among the nations, and behold, and wonder marvelously, for I will work a work in your days, which you will not believe, not even if I declared it to you. Amen. You may be seated in this place. Look to your right, look to your left. Bless somebody today and say, a change is going to come. A change is going to come. Being raised in the household that I was raised in, we didn't have the option of asking my parents questions about decisions they made. No, 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 no. Uh, what we would call now clarifying questions, they would call as disrespect. And, and, and my dad had uh, what he called uh, intention getters. And it was in the form of a razor strap. I know we don't do that no more. We can't talk about that no more. I'm just, I'm just telling you my experience. But could you imagine, even now, in this Old Testament prophet who uh, name meant to embrace God, was a unique prophet in the fact that he asked God questions when most prophets were filled with messages from God and would usually begin their message with, oh, hear the word from the Lord. Even if everyone else blunted the word they believed, and even if there were misgivings, they kept them to themselves. Uh, but 
Habakkuk saw all the ills in society. He saw all the destruction. He saw the moral decay. He saw the violence. He saw all of the, what we're seeing today. And instead of going to God and asking for a message, he questions God. I don't know about you, but in the church that I grew up in, we couldn't question the pastor. Asking questions, amen, again, was a sign of disrespect and a disregard for his word. But in this day and age, we got to be prepared to answer some questions. This generation got some questions for us. And when we're not versed in the word of God and we can't answer the questions, they go to the streets and they ask questions, amen. And the streets got answers that we can't give. In this first chapter of Habakkuk, he raises a question for our part and asks God, why does evil in Judah go unpunished? Many churchgoers, amen, stop going to church because they don't see immediate change in their life, because they don't see their money transformed, relationships transformed. They, they don't see the favor of God that they've heard about, and so they find church useless. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they, they find church phony and fake. Right. But we have to be able to go to the word of God, amen, as Habakkuk have the courage, amen. Some people think it's still uh, disrespectful to question God, but I find that when I had the courage to question God, that's when I got my answers. And, and when I just continued to regurgitate things that I heard, amen, the regurgitation fell on my shoes, amen, like a bad night of drinking, amen. Oh, I know most of, you, most of you guys don't remember, amen. God bless you. You're too holy, amen. You're too holy, amen. How can a just God use a wicked nation like Babylon with his chosen people? How, how, how could the evil in the world, amen, affect every household that I'm speaking to right now? How, how, how can... Uh, uh, of the things that we see in the world, how come the church isn't protected? He begins to go to God, amen. He, he, he's frustrated, amen. And, and he has a slight depression issue, amen. And he, he's taking on the cares of all the people in the street. He's seen it. He's preaching God's word, but, but it seems like it's not effective. And he's upset. He's dismayed. And he goes to God, God, why? Habakkuk wanted to know what God was doing and why. Now, God could have approached him like he approached Job. He said, were you there when I created the foundations of the earth? Were you there when I put the sun ablazing in the sky? Were you there when I formed the foundations of the earth? Amen. Were you there, Job? But he goes a little different way with Habakkuk. There was uh, too much righteousness, too much free willing power among evildoers against churchgoers. 
Why are our churches not united if we have a powerful Christ? Because there's too many preachers who have been pimping the principles of Christ. Amen. Uh, uh, the United States Dental Association, amen, has sanctioned churches, amen, for too many sugary messages that are giving their members tooth decay and diabetes, amen. We sacrificed, amen, a true and living God for a mystery food. We've sacrificed the word of God and we don't even speak the word of God anymore. We've accepted the truth of man, but not the truth of God in his church. How, how, how many ever know the, the process uh, of making silver? Amen. Uh, uh, you got to take it in its block form, and, and you got to heat up the pot uh, to about 1,100 degrees, and you put it in there, and, and it boils down, and then you got to sip it from the impurities. And, and, and then when it cools, it's like a mirror glass. God is looking down into that silver, and he doesn't see his reflection in the church anymore. God's looking for his reflection for his word in the church, amen, has taken on too many modern theologies, amen, too many modern practices, amen. And what saved us at one point when we used to think that it don't take all that. I'm telling you, it takes all that and then some, amen, because of what we are facing today. Uh, he, uh, Habakkuk was burdened down, amen. He was troubled because there was trouble on every hand. Uh, no matter where he saw, he saw evil doing and violence and, and all that we see in our streets today. And we're wondering still, how could the club reject folks and the church ain't got room enough to fill the seats. How, how's, the, how's the club still rejecting folks and got to have bouncers at the door to stop people from coming in? But the church welcomed them with open arms and we can't get nobody in. Habakkuk is, says he was given a burden which meant a prophetic oracle addressed to a foreign nation. He addresses God in his covenant name, Lord, and makes a formal complaint. Jehovah, how long until when I, when shall I cry and you will not hear? I cry out to you of violence and you do not save. We still got issues in our families. We still got issues in our close associations. Uh, uh, we're doing all this in the streets, but sometimes it creeps into our family. And we and, and we ask God, I, I know preachers ask God, like, how, how could I be out here working on everybody else and trying to save the, but my own family, my own babies, amen. I cry out to you, God, but you don't hear me. God, can you not hear me? We have the audacity to ask God. You can't hear me, this God who's omnipresent, all-knowing. We discount what he can do because of what people say and what we've seen. Ooh, we better be careful. Iniquity and trouble has become uh, the cause of the deterioration of society and has become the cause of frustration and disappointment among godly 
people. We have those who are, are in the church, coming to church out of dogmatic practice because mama, daddy, they was a, a mama big hat and deacon do nothing, and they never really taught a true gospel, amen, never really taught us relationship with the Lord, amen. They went because they wanted to be seen, so we go because we want to be seen. But we now in this day and age have to have a right relationship with God. We're calling us, and he's calling us, amen. Plundering and violence was commonplace. Abuse of power, acts of injustice, oppressive deeds were all too common in that day. Does that sound like? Governmental policies, amen. Think and, and church folks think who we elect is going to save us. But they never died on the cross for us. And some of them don't even believe in the cross, amen, and we follow in them. Strife and contention were present. People arguing with one another and involved in destructive litigation. That was common in that day, and it's equally common today. They felt the law was powerless in the essence of doubting God. They thought that the law that God created was powerless, and in this day, they're saying that Christ is powerless because we presented a weak Christ. But I tell people, don't put your cowardice on Christ because Christ was no coward. Not interested in living what God's definition of fair and human, humane, wicked, righteousness, perverse, and judgment. When we begin to look at it, we begin to look that Habakkuk, if he was in this day and age right now, would still have the same issue. He would still have the same level of depression, the same question for God. He would still, amen, uh, be questioning God, how come we have to go through what we go through if we got Christ? Why? Why do Christ's people, amen, still suffer? Why do we have to go through them things? Uh, But he says, uh, I like this. If you go to five, he gives them an answer. See, I, I like five because he gives them an answer. God begins to say, he says, look among the nations and behold a wonder marvelously. For I, I am God, I, nobody else. So he said, but I, I, God, will work a work in your days which you will not believe, not even if it was declared to you, not even if I told you. Not even if I tried to tell you what I'm going to do, would you believe it? But when God's people begin to come together, when God's people begin to come together earnestly, honestly, serving him, one faith, one God, one baptism, amen, when we begin to uh, uh, combat the evil in this land, when we surrender to him, a change is going to come. I was I was in, I know some of y'all too safe to do this, amen. I, I give myself an hour a week on a Saturday, amen, to listen to, you know, I got that serious channel, amen, and, and uh, there's 168 hours in a week, is that right? 
167 is on uh, Kirk Franklin, amen. But one hour, it might be on some old school rap, amen, and, uh, you know, maybe some R&B, amen. But my, my, my 16-year-old son, we were riding in my, my truck, amen, and, and uh, he, uh, he said, I want to I play a song for you. And uh, he played this song by Kendrick Lamar called Heartbeat Part 5. Now I'm sitting here like, now there ain't all this cussing in there. You know what I mean? And, and so I listened to the song, and I thought, this, this, this cat's a genius. I looked at the video, amen, and, and, and I did it, not because I'm probably not going, I'm not going to go buy Kendrick Lamar's record. I'm just going to be honest to you. But I wanted to listen to what my son is listening to. I wanted to see what he's being influenced by. And, and, and I looked at the video, and I thought how, compelling the video was and 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 i i gonna lie in the next few days i must have i must have listened to it about 30 times because i want to get the full implication of what kendrick lamar was saying when he was uh transforming all those different figures amen from history and telling a story i was pretty impressed amen how my son articulated what he listened to and, and, and you know what he uh, said to me? Now, you know, I want to tell him, don't get smart now. I was trying to. But he said, he said uh, Kendrick Lamar's Heartbeat 5 is similar to Tupac's Changes. Okay. He said, oh, you, you do remember. I said, watch yourself. Watch yourself. <laughs> listen, listen we, we don't mess with Tupac, amen. He's gone now. And then he said uh, Kendrick Lamar's Heartbeat number five and Tupac's changes was similar to Sam Cooke when he said a change is going to come. So, uh, you, you, know, you know how it is. If I would have told my dad and tried to connect uh, Kendrick Lamar to Tupac, he would have thought that I was blaspheming. But I, I gave my son the opportunity to articulate to me what he wanted to see. And he said, there's got to be a change yes. that's going to come. Yes. Yes. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of, of doing young men's funerals, amen. And they don't have any proclamation or demonstration of ever having a relationship with the Lord. And I got to go minister to the families, amen, about this young man whose life has been taken. And I got to answer the question of his loved ones. Where is he gone to? We, 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 we have too many young men and too many young women who have sold themselves too cheaply because they don't know that they're a child of a living God. They don't know what God has for them. The church hasn't connected them with their destiny. The church hasn't connected them with their purpose. And now we're in the cities, amen, they're, and, and they're giving themselves up freely and cheaply. And then we're, we have the audacity as the church to tell someone to pull up their pants, to stop wearing that short skirt, uh, 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 to, to, to not wear uh, that blouse so low cut, amen. I'm okay with all that if you show them love. 
But have you offered to reach in your pocket and buy them a new pair of pants or a belt or a new dress and show them the love that they need to be shown? Or are you jealous because you can't wear that no more? There is an indictment against 